<clears throat> What's up, everybody? Welcome to the Joystick Jockeys Podcast. I am your co-host, Austin Angel, joined, as always, with Protege Jones. Protege, how you doing today, my man? I'm doing fantastic, man. How about you? Doing all right. Can't complain. Can't complain. How's your week been? It's been frustrating, man. <sighs> it has been frustrating. Oh, man. That's not good. <clears throat> Yeah, but I'm I'm glad I have three days off to relax and get some good gaming in, man. I bet. You got any mm-hmm. any games you're planning on playing the next three days? Man. So today is the the sixteenth. Mm-hmm. Right now, I'm just I'm just clearing up a lot of space for these upcoming games, man. Honestly. Yeah, it's on the cards for the next I'm, week. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Uh, that's one you've been I'm waiting I'm so excited, on. man. Yep, right. yep. Day one on Game Pass. I have it preloaded. I'm ready. Me too. I just did that yesterday. <laughs> yes, sir. But I, I just, honestly, I've been playing a lot of um, Monster Hunter with my friends. Okay. Nice. Yeah, they've been releasing a lot of updates and stuff like that for uh, Sunbreak. That's good. The expansion. Yep. Nice. How about you, man? I have been playing a lot of Hogwarts Legacy. I think I've put about... 15 hours into it so far my man (laughs) yeah let him have it (laughs) uh yeah i am enjoying the game quite a bit like out of our scale uh like we've i've mentioned in the past i don't have time to do full length reviews anymore or other than yeah give give us the quick bit yeah quick bit combat is surprisingly good i was kind of expecting it to be weird for me because i don't Usually in games, I don't use magic a lot, but I'm not having as many issues as I thought I would, and it feels mm-hmm. good. Uh, the world is great, the characters are great, the exploration is great. Uh, this is a very easy 4 out of 5. Very, very close to 5 out of 5. I don't know if I want to give it a 5 out of 5, but it's mm-hmm. definitely definitely a 4 out of 5 on our scale. Okay. So I'm happy. I'm. But yeah, that's a. I am enjoying my time with it. I'm gonna get back to it probably after we're done recording. <laughs> nice. Yeah. I'm I'm happy to hear that, man, because there are some people who haven't been the biggest fans of Harry Potter, uh, and you know just because they they just couldn't get into it. But mm-hmm. all of a sudden they're playing this, and now all of a sudden they're they're posting every day on Facebook about, oh man, I gotta do this, I gotta do that, and I'm like, wow. Yeah. They are starting to love this this universe, so I'm happy about that, for yeah. sure. The world itself is great. I always enjoyed the world of Harry Potter more than the characters in the original mm-hmm. movies. So the fact that this takes place, I think it's like the, I think it's the early 1800s or maybe the late 1800s, so it's well before anything in the books even happens. So you can just, there. there's no, they're not holding you into canon per se. Like they can, they can do their own thing with this story. Nice. But I'm really enjoying it. I'm enjoying it quite a bit. Uh, easy four out of five. Uh, we'll talk about more uh, Hogwarts Legacy later. Uh, I also jumped back into Hi-Fi Rush yesterday. Played another level of that. Slowly chipping away at that one. Still really enjoying it. I thought I would be bad at it because I hadn't played it in like two weeks, but surprisingly, was able to just pick it right back up and. Not having Just any got issues. right back into it. Yes, sir. Nice. <laughs> yeah, those are. I need to finish those two games quickly because Atomic Hearts is next week. Like we said, I wanted. I want to check that out. I don't know how much of that I'll play. 
Uh, <clears throat> but, and then, I think, as far as what's coming out soon, the only big one I'm waiting on right now is Final Fantasy, and that's not till June, so I got some time. I got some time at the moment. <laughs> but, we got lots to cover today. We got everything from Zelda to multiverses. <clears throat> uh, but we are going to start with PSVR 2 review roundups. Uh, so, reviews of the PSVR 2 headset uh, started dropping today. Um, so, over on Metacritic, they've kind of... They don't have, like, an overall score like they do for their games. Or like they do for games, usually. But they do have, mm -hmm. like, simplified, uh, broken-down reviews from people who have posted. <clears throat> so we got one from Duncan Robinson from Games Radar. Gave it a 9 out of 10. It says, PSVR 2 is an excellent VR gaming platform that has so much potential. Although its price may seem high for a console accessory, it justifies itself as so much more than that. With features that even the best VR headsets on the market struggle to pack in. The controllers ground you in every experience. The spatial tracking is excellent, and you may be able to play non-VR content on PSVR 2's beautiful display. Oh, sorry. And being able to play non-VR content on PSVR's 2 beautiful display is the true highlight. The headband can feel a tad cheap, but if Sony supports this properly in the years to come, it's an easy recommendation. Um, then... Gabriel Moss over at IGN also gave it a nine out of ten. It says PSVR two may seem pricey, but given that it costs or given that it costs hundred and fifty more than the PS five digital edition console, you'll need to use it. <clears throat> Even so, it's such a quantum leap over the original PSVR in terms of ease of use, visual quality, and immersion that any PlayStation owner who loves VR should upgrade as soon as possible. The downside is, like any new platform, its thin launch lineup makes for lack of backward. Its thin launch lineup makes its lack of backwards compatibility with the original PSVR games a significant problem, but one that Sony will only improve as other developers roll out new games that take advantage of the PSVR 2's unique features. But yeah, uh, it seems nines and tens all around for the hardware itself, uh, lacking in games which. <clears throat> We kind of expected. I think they had said it's around 20 games at launch, and that's next week, if memory serves me correct. So that launch is right around the corner. Uh, <clears throat> this is something I want to get. I don't know when I'll be able to get it, being as, as they said, it's 550 just for the headset itself, not even including games. I don't know if a base bundle includes the Horizon call of the call of the mountain i think is what it is the horizon call of the mountain. i think so i think that's the horizon vr game uh that's on there but i don't know definitely one i want to check out i didn't have the original psvr or psvr so i want to jump into vr uh, yeah eventually. this would be a whole new experience for you yeah, yeah. <laughs> how, uh, how much is this 5.99 5.49 Not even, not even tree fifty. That's nah, crazy. Five forty nine for that headset. So it is pricey, but it does seem like it's worth it. Uh, it seems like a lot of the original complaints for the PSVR have been uh, addressed. Uh, it's still not wireless, which a bunch of people aren't 
as happy with, but it's one cord instead of, like, I think the original PSVR had, like, five, so it's a lot easier, <clears throat> it seems, to set up, and you don't have to use those dumb, out-of-date PlayStation Move controllers from, like, the PS3. <laughs> oh, yeah, I yeah. remember... <laughs> yeah, that's what they were using on the PSVR one. No. I remember those. Oh, so, yeah. Uh, speaking of expensive, uh, Zelda Tears of the Kingdom is $70. <clears throat> uh, so we got an article over on IGN written by Alex Stedman. <clears throat> says, The Legend of Zelda Tears of the Kingdom will officially be the first Nintendo Switch game Nintendo Switch exclusive to retail for $70, moving up for the previous standard of $60. The title was listed on the eShop after the, at the price after today's Nintendo Direct, which also revealed some Tears of the Kingdom gameplay footage. The confirmation comes after the wildly anticipated sequel was briefly listed on the Nintendo eShop for $70 ahead of today's Direct, but then removed. <coughs> That's not before it was noticed and circulated on social media, however, and major re retailers like Amazon, Best Buy, and GameStop stopped taking pre-orders that were previously set at $60. Ooh. <laughs> Protégé. Zelda, $70. <clears throat> Good, bad, in between. <clears throat> no, no, no. Well, see, see, here's the thing. I... I I read some of the comments, and there are some people who are saying, like, you know what? The time I spent playing this on my Switch, I'd pay $70, and it's only Nintendo. So, of course, Nintendo is going to, you know, you know, most people grabbing Zelda. You know what yeah, I'm saying? But me personally, I'm, I'm kind of shaking my head because I'm like, <coughs> you didn't earn it. You just made a direct, snapped your fingers, <laughs> said Zelda was coming, and and then oh yeah, seventy dollars. Yeah, you like, know what I'm saying. There's there's no console refresh. Uh, I mean I, I mean I guess we're. I mean they're still gonna push it to the limit, you know. But yeah, I think that's the big difference with Nintendo trying to make seventy dollar games as opposed to PlayStation and Xbox. Excuse me, having seventy dollar games is their technology is so far behind Sony and Microsoft at this point that it <laughs> I don't think you can really sell a $70 Zelda game for and if you're playing in handheld mode or only have a Switch Lite isn't even running at 1080p <laughs> like I don't know if you have the technology for that let me, well let me rephrase that you aren't selling the technology for that I'm sure Nintendo has the means to do it but for whatever reason they want to stay behind the eight ball i guess in forms of technology and fidelity for some reason like we just saw how badly pokemon ran and <laughs> i am uh real nervous but patches <laughs> but patch <laughs> yeah but patches guess what they never put any out <laughs> they said oh we're sorry we're not gonna fix it though <laughs> How is Nintendo with refunds and stuff? I'm not I'm not familiar with no, any no of their refunds. No refunds. So once you buy that, mm -hmm. that's it. That's it. Okay. Okay. <laughs> so li li listen, folks. Um, I'm just gonna let you know straight up. Proceed with caution. Although it is Nintendo, and 
I'm sure that you will get your money's worth. But seeing this jump to 70 is kind of like, okay, is the next Mario going to be 70? The next Donkey Kong <coughs> Country going to be 70? Like, is, is this the start of 70 everywhere? Uh, it's funny you say that, because uh, our next story, coincidentally enough, is Nintendo no. says that it will evaluate the $70 price tag on a case-by-case basis. This is also over on IGN, written by George Yang. Uh, it says, Nintendo said that it will evaluate the $70 price tag for its games on a case-by-case basis. Additionally, the company clarified that the $70 price tag for The Legend of Zelda, Tears of the Kingdom, will not set a precedent for every Nintendo title. In a statement to Game Informer, Nintendo explained the reasoning behind the higher price for its most anticipated game of 2023 so far. We determined the suggested retail price for any Nintendo product on a case-by-case basis. Uh, When asked whether the $70 price tag will be a trend for first-party games going forward, Nintendo reiterated no, we will determine the suggested retail price for any Nintendo product on a case-by-case basis. They really said the same sentence twice for two different questions, huh? (laughs) So... They're saying it won't be a uh, a constant, but and I mean I feel like with Nintendo it it probably won't be because not a not a lot of their games are as big as Zelda. And when I say as big, I don't mean in like name value. I mean as like in like actual size. Like Mario Odyssey and Zelda Breath of the Wild are giant games compared to like. Mario Party, or Mario Kart, or uh, Animal Crossing, games like that. <clears throat> I don't think those games <clears throat> will be the $70 price tag. I think you'll probably still see those for 60 or even the smaller ones a little less that they've done in the past. But <clears throat> anything as big uh, with open worlds like Breath of the Wild or Mario Odyssey or the sequel to Mario Odyssey, if it exists... I would expect to be seventy dollars. I, I don't think I would expect Pikmin Four to be a seventy dollar game, because I, I think that's their that's their next you. yeah that's their next big first party release right. You, is Pikmin you right after. 70? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I don't think they're putting a seventy dollar price tag on Pikmin Four. Now I could be wrong, but <clears throat> that doesn't seem. You know like what? It. Okay, may, yeah, and then maybe Bayonetta would still be sixty dollars, and then. What's the, what's the, oh man, they better have some heavy hitters like playing, I better see Smash Ultimate 2 or something. Oh, I don't think you're getting a new Smash for a while. I don't think that new Bayonetta will even be 60, because that's a smaller one, isn't it? In the, in the, the Kingdom? The, the one the, coming out in March? Yeah, that Origins one? Yeah, that, nah, that's got to be coming out at 60. Uh, excuse me. I don't think so. I don't, I, I don't think we found one. Here we go. Um. Oh, okay, it's 60. <clears throat> so yeah, that one is 60. So okay. Maybe it's I a bigger gone, game than I think, but... <clears throat> gone are the days of the forty nine ninety nine. Now we, we've set a new... Uh, oh yeah, those days have been gone for a while. Man. <laughs> Pikmin 4, as of right now, on the eShop is listed at fifty nine ninety nine. So... Okay. As of right now, it okay. seems like it's only Zelda, and then whenever, if ever, the next Mario comes out, uh, I would expect that to be seventy. I'd be willing to bet Metroid Prime Four will also be seventy. <clears throat> so I seen that they 
Okay. We've seen that they released the first remaster, right? Yes. So I'm going to say alleged they release a whole the whole trilogy you later would, on this year. You would think. That would make a whole lot of sense. Um, <clears throat> speaking of, we did do an entire reaction stream slash recording uh, for the Nintendo Direct last week, so that is up on our mm -hmm. channel if you happen to miss it. Uh, we Going forward, we don't know if we're going to live stream with events on YouTube because we seem to have issues with live streaming on YouTube, so we're probably just going to record and then post our reactions uh, right after the streams end. Uh, but because it looked like, at least on my side, our stream had crashed, but then when the stream ended, the video was still in full, so I don't know if that was just something on my end or if it was just a YouTube problem itself. But, um, <clears throat> but yeah, back to the Metroid Prime trilogy. I would... I was kind of expecting them to do it all at once. I wasn't thinking it was going to be one, then two, then three. <clears throat> but I guess, what if four is so far out, they're just going to space out one, two, and three? Like, every six months, like, we'll get Metroid Prime 2 remastered in, like, July, and then Metroid Prime 3 sometime early next year. I can see that. And then Metroid because Prime 4 in, like, the winter of 2024. I've never played any of those games, so yeah, I'm I'm in the camp of I don't want to buy them separately. Nintendo's gonna make you buy them separately because it's Nintendo. For sixty dollars a piece, huh? Um, that is a good question. I don't know the price on the Metroid there's Prime Remaster. There's no way. There's no way they do that for a remaster. There's no way. <clears throat> I guess it depends on if it's a remaster or like a complete rebuild, like a. Like, complete remake. That's the word I'm looking for. Let's see here. It is... $39.99. So, 40 bucks for Metroid Prime Remastered. Physical and digital. <clears throat> so, if they were to release all three, we could maybe see it for $90. As a bundle? But yeah, probably. probably. Something probably. like $99.99. I would assume that, to give you it a little bit cheaper. Yeah. <clears throat> oh, you know what? They pr it it could also be maybe a memory thing on the Switch. I, I don't know. I don't know. Uh, maybe the Switch's memory is not great. You need a micro SD. Nintendo, I know, I know you'd never do this in a million bajillion years, but please <laughs> just just come to PC. <laughs> oh yeah, that, that ain't happening. Well, I know, I know, but it, I. That, that could be like one dream. Like, if I could ever just find a genie and rub the bottle, just. <laughs> I mean, hey, it's a hell of a dream. I guess never say never. I didn't think PlayStation would put their exclusives on PC, and here we are all these years later. When <laughs> I seen God of War, I was like, it's. That was when I knew it's coming. The wave of Sony is coming. Alrighty. Next story, we got Dead Island 2 news. Not a delay this time. Actually, the opposite. Dead Island 2 release date moved up a week. Uh, this is on IGN as Whoa. well by Greg Yang. Uh, developer Dambuster Studios and publisher Deep Silver have announced that Dead Island 2's release date has been moved up one week from April 28th to April 21st. Quote, you asked for it, you got it. Dead Island 2 went gold and is coming out a week early. See you in hell on April 21st, 2023, revealed the Dead Island official Twitter account. Probably a really good idea to get out of the way a Star Wars Jedi survivor. 
Move <laughs> out the way. Go make his shoes. Well, uh, is this so, one you're going to be getting? <laughs> Dead mm, Island interest mm, you at all? So me and my me and my friends were talking about it because we did love play. Uh, wow, that's crazy! The first Dead Island was out when we were in high school. Yeah, so it's like been after a long school, time. you can just get on, bruh, get after school, get your homework done, whatever. And now you now you crafting blueprints and fighting a titan. <laughs> I remember we were doing a quest to help some lady out, and she and she turned or some shit, and tried to bruh listen. We had some good times, man. 2011. I am very Holy interested shit. in this. It took 12 years for a sequel. <laughs> like, they teased it, a, uh, like, didn't they tease Forever it, like, a ago. long time ago? Yeah, and, the, yeah, and, and then, then it, was then it just, just went like, oh. silent. <laughs> and then they're like, oh, we gotta start over. <laughs> Have we, I need to see some more gameplay or something. I think we, didn't we see some of the Game Awards? I thought that's what we saw, because that's when we got the release date as well. Mmm, <clears throat> I'm, I'm gonna need to look that up. Look that up, because I'm I'm very excited. Uh, How about you, man? I don't know. I don't know if this is what I'm gonna check out. I never played the original, so I I'll have to look into it. Um, there's a lot coming out in that like three week span, because Star Wars is the week after, <laughs> and then something else is like the week after Star Wars, and I can't remember what it is off the top of my head. But that three weeks is like packed. Uh, yep. Redfall. Redfall is right after Star Wars. <laughs> Another one. Day one on Game Pass. <laughs> yeah. Let's go. So yeah, you got fucking Dead Island 2, then Star Wars, then Redfall, and then Zelda. And then Suicide Squad. <laughs> nope. Nope. All one right after the other. So and that's, that's a busy busy few weeks that's later. a lot of co-op yeah that's a lot of co-op i like yeah, that <laughs> yeah i think i might skip out on dead island too <clears throat> uh definitely gonna check out jedi survivor and definitely gonna check out redfall uh but yes speaking of multiplayer <clears throat> uh over on ign we got an article from ryan dinsdale uh apex legends devs want it to want to quote last 20 years like counter-strike uh respawn entertainment has high hopes for the future of apex legends saying it hopes the game will last as long as pc classic shooter counter-strike in an interview with ign apex legends design director evan nikolich said the game could one day said the game could one day be relinquished by respawn but kept going by the fans out of pure love for it quote where we want to where we want to get to is that Apex is going to last for 20 years like Counter-Strike. It has to be able to be self-sufficient and stand on its own. The systems have to be strong and interesting and good for players to play season over season, even if we're not adding new bespoke content. But there will always be some attending there in terms of creating interesting choice, creating interesting challenge, and shifting the rule set that builds the healthiest game, Nikolich says. So yeah, that's a, uh, it's, it's a bold, it's a worthy goal. Yeah, that's a bold goal, bold goal for sure. There's not many games that last twenty years, but uh, Apex is at four, so they got sixteen to go. It's four year anniversary, I believe, this week. They also just launched with season sixteen this past Tuesday. I've not had time to jump wow. in yet, 
Uh, but it's the first season that they've done that launched without a new legend, but they did, like, rework the entire game. They reworked, uh, legends classes. They reworked... <coughs> Sir. Jack. I'm gonna need you to chill, my guy. <laughs> uh, yeah, they reworked legends classes. They reworked the legends classes passives. Um, they added three or four rotating game modes because uh, it used to be just battle royale and arenas. I don't know. How long it's... Jack, chill out. <laughs> I don't know how long it's been since you've played Apex, but they took out arenas in this season and they added team deathmatch, gun game, and I think two other modes that I can't remember the name of off the top of my head, and they're going to be in a rotating playlist. <laughs> that I assume alternate every couple hours, <clears throat> so that's a nice way to keep it fresh so it's not just the same two modes over and over again. Uh, I'm excited to jump in at some I'm probably going to jump in this weekend, is the plan. Me, my brother, and my cousin are going to jump in and play some games. But, yeah, they did a lot of legend changes, a lot of balancing. <clears throat> but, it'll be interesting to see how long it can... Uh, how long it can go. It doesn't seem like it's slowing down anytime soon. I don't think this season being the first season without a legend is like a sign of that. I mean, they put out 15 in a row. <laughs> Eventually, you're going to have to take one break to do some other stuff so, on the game. Let's say that there's a top five. Where is Apex Legends in the top five? Top five of what? Battle Royale? Out of like the... The free-to-plays, yeah. I'd say two or three. I mean, obviously, Fortnite's number one. I would argue Apex okay. is in a better spot than Call of Duty, but Call of Duty's definitely bigger name-wise. But Call of Duty still has the cheating problem going on. They haven't fixed that yet. So, <clears throat> I would say it's definitely true, up there. True, Maybe, you could probably argue Destiny might be ahead of it, too. Because Destiny, Destiny's free-to-play now. It wasn't always that way, but Destiny's been around for... Has Destiny 2 been around for 10 years now? It's been around for a while, and they're putting out their new expansion next week, I think? I think it's next week, in the next couple weeks at least, because I know they just put Beyond Light on PS Plus to kind of get everyone prepared for the new one. To... True. But, yeah, it's... It's in the top four. It's Fortnite, Call of Duty, Apex, and Destiny, I think, are your top four free-to-play games. And I don't think it's really close. The gap between those four and everything else, I think, is huge. Because I don't think okay. PUBG is as big as it was anymore. Uh, Fall Guys isn't as big as it was anymore. But... I think... Excuse me... <clears throat> the legends that Apex constantly adds makes it it's kind of what gives it its staying power it's what separates it from everyone else like with Fortnite it's their collaborations with Marvel, DC, and literally anybody Call of Duty it's anybody. Yeah, Call of Duty's staying power is Call of Duty <laughs> and Apex is I don't want to say more skill based but uh I guess more. I don't know. More goes into it because who you pick determines on how you play the game, 
and there's counters for legends, obviously. So it's a different type of battle royale than the other two, where it's just you pick your skin and then you just grab ground loot and go. But gotcha, because the the free to play space is is tough. It is, and <laughs> but and Apex has been around for a while, so I believe that it's established a community of a lot of people who just want to keep playing it and it'll keep it alive. I'm saying because we lost like Rumbleverse this year. Yeah, we did. We yeah. lost Rumbleverse and, and we lost something else too. Uh, I can't remember what the hell it was, but we lost two games. Oh, Avengers. We lost Avengers. That wasn't free to play, but. It was a multiplayer focused game. Yeah, yeah, I guess we well. yeah we could we could honestly at this point we could throw any multi yeah we could throw them all in there because with Game Pass <laughs> I also I read another article where it was talking about the sales of Game Pass are impacting the sales of games which we we oh, yeah I meant well, to throw that on here I knew I was forgetting something yeah it's okay this will be a little <laughs> quick bit. but you know in my honest opinion I just. We, it's like you, we expected I, that. We, we, we should have expected yeah, that at least. I did. We should. So developers should know, like, hey, what projects do we want to put on Game Pass? Mm-hmm. Because to my knowledge, I think Microsoft was taking the epic approach where they try to sweeten the deal. Right. You know what I'm saying? And to encourage more people to come to Game Pass. But I guess that's the drawback where. Unless you want to come out like Nintendo, like EA, like Ubisoft, uh, EA, seventy dollars, and just be like, all right, I'm gonna, I'm going, if I can get a million people to buy this game, boom, I'm set. You know what I'm saying? You could do the, the traditional way, but you could also risk people not. So now gaming could become more of a gamble because of how expensive it is. Right, and that's why I think free to play is really hard, and. It, this was one mm-hmm. we were supposed to talk about later, but since we're just talking about free-to-play games, we'll just go ahead and jump down to it. Uh, multiverses. Uh, multiverses did not fare well. Uh, this is over on IGN as well by Alessandro Filari, I think is how that name's pronounced. <clears throat> uh, but it says, Multiverses had a strong debut in the summer of 2022, quickly climbing up the most played charts on Steam and consoles. However, with content drops and seasonal updates sporadic, it's become apparent that the interest in multiverse has subsided considerably. Per report from VGC, player activity in the PC release of Multiverses has dropped close to 99% from its strong debut. The current activity is a far cry from the game's impressive start in July of 2022, which saw player activity peaking at 153,000 online users during its launch week. These numbers come from the Steam DB online database, which tracks Steam's games activity and how many active users are engaged. Currently, Multiverses on PC is charting at less than a thousand players at this time, and there hasn't been much news about the game since last early January. I don't think that was worded right, but that's okay. But yeah, that because <clears throat> season three was supposed to launch. I think season three was supposed to be out now, but they delayed it because they said their reasoning was they wanted to give players more time to max out the battle pass my guess is they don't have any is whatever they were planning for season three isn't ready because uh for season one they had five character releases and for season two they had one and it was just marvin the martian he is the only character that came out during season two 
season one you had what was it Black Adam LeBron James uh, the spend all that money on LeBron oh shame on you <laughs> for real I can't remember the other three I'm blanking on it oh the gremlins character whatever it's called black adam well yeah him too and two more than i'm blanking on but <clears throat> even there whatever they released i can't remember and i was one that jumped in early on and played a lot within i'd say i played a decent amount for the first month but fell off pretty hard but it was it was fun while it was there <clears throat> but yeah it just it's hard to stay in the free-to-play game space if you don't have the content to back it up and, like, I was listening to Kind of Funny Games Daily earlier today, and they were like, yeah, it's easy to have, like, that first season planned out, but you need to have stuff going forward planned out so that once you get past the first season, you're not like, uh, shit, what do we do now? <laughs> to avoid that 99% drop-off, which is insane. That is a ridiculous drop-off. But... <clears throat> But yeah, free to games, free to games, free, free to play games, are uh, and those definitely just hit or quick, miss. Yeah, um, those numbers were only from Steam though, so we don't know what the console was looking like. I know it's not in the top one hundred on Xbox. Oh, I would imagine it's probably not in the top one hundred on PlayStation either. I <laughs> think they could still, they could still. I mean, they can definitely keep, bounce back. But season three, you need season three to be like season one. You can't just have season three have one new character. You need that character a month because that's what you set the standard for. You probably should have spread out those six characters a little bit and done two characters per season. That would have at least gotten you through season three. Yeah, they said, oh, here's five. <laughs> now here's one. Right. <laughs> spread it out a little bit. Don't blow your load too soon. Or else this is what happens but uh we got a god of war story uh god of war ragnarok story almost gave kratos a very different fate so uh spoilers for 2018 and i guess slight spoilers for ragnarok it doesn't this article doesn't talk about the ending of ragnarok but it talks about what the ending almost was when they first were writing the game <clears throat> Uh, this is over on IGN by George Yang. Uh, it says, In an early draft of God of War Ragnarok, Kratos was originally going to die by Thor's hand, according to narrative director Matt so Sofas. Thor would kill Kratos during the fight at the beginning of the game. Quote, It wasn't a permanent death. He would get pulled out of hell, essentially, by Atreus. But it's now been... But it's now been 20 years have passed. Uh, Sofix explained in an interview with Minmax. However, the outline didn't stay around for long because it didn't feel right to the development team. Kratos has come back from death plenty of times in previous games. Uh, Sofos continued, quote, As we were developing the story, we knew that we wanted the story to be about... to be one about letting go and changing. Nothing is written that can't be unwritten as long as you're willing to change. Then you're not bound by fate. In God of War 2018, Kratos was prophesized to die, so if he had indeed perished, then that would have undermined the message of the game. 
So yeah, uh, I know. I think I know exactly what spot they're talking about because <laughs> in that first fight with Thor, uh, he does kill you, <laughs> and it takes you to the loading screen like you died, and then Thor brings you back to life in the middle of the loading screen. So I wonder if that is where you were supposed to die and Ragnarok. They kept it in there. <laughs> They're like, ah, we'll just kind of keep it in there. We're in the back. Ah <laughs> <laughs> That's great. But I, I think it's... I, um... Go ahead. See, the, the problem is... I think what would happen is... They... Hell was more of a... Greek method... Well... I don't know, like, we, we've associated Hell with, like, where Hades and, like, where he previously mm -hmm. was. So they'd have to write a whole new, like, what Hell is for this mythology. So maybe it, it oh. would have been, like... Oh, no. You... you, I guess, slight spoilers. You go there, regardless. And Ragnarok. <laughs> My man said, shh, 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 you go there. <laughs> <laughs> Well, that answers that question. <laughs> but, no, I do think uh, what they ended up with is uh, a lot better than that, because I don't know, I really liked playing as Atreus in Ragnarok. I don't know if I would have liked playing as Atreus for an entire game, but how they split it up in Ragnarok, I think, was a good balance. And it being 20 years later would have been very interesting. That is quite the gap for a uh, that story to take instead part of, in. Instead of boy, it's young man. Mm -hmm. No, at that point, he is a man. He would have been like 30. Because he, he's like, I would assume he's like 12 or 13 in the in 2018. And then I th he's around roughly 16 or Oh, whatever, so they're saying 20 years. Oh, shit, I didn't think about that. Yeah, 20, years 20 years went from, Yeah. Bruh, nah. <laughs> that would have been like 36 years old. <laughs> Kratos need the cane. <laughs> no. I can't imagine it, bruh. Right. <clears throat> yeah, this is an interesting story. I thought that was very interesting. Something cool to throw in. Um, so, we're going to talk a little bit about some Hogwarts Legacy. Uh, broke broke a Twitch record, if you were unaware. Uh, this is over on Game Rant by Esther Voros. It says, Hogwarts Legacy is already breaking viewership records on Twitch based on the number of pre-orders alone. The Avalanche software game was, was expected to do well, and now the gaming world is starting to see how much interest Hogwarts Legacy actually garners. Anticipation was building towards this moment for months, maybe even years, since gameplay footage first leaked of Hogwarts Legacy in 2018. Although the game brought with it negative connotations for some, it seems the idea of attending the magical school has created interest in fans, and even in those not as plugged into the fandom. Hogwarts Legacy was among the top pre-ordered games on PS5, while leading the wishlist chart on Steam, as it still does to this day. Uh, it was looking like Hogwarts Legacy could become one of the biggest games of 2023 already, and the evidence is starting to materialize on Twitch as well. Hogwarts Legacy is currently only available for those who have pre-ordered the Deluxe Edition, so this article was written last... I want to say it was last Tuesday when the early release came out, if you pre-ordered it. Uh, 
But yeah, this Hogwarts Legacy is currently only available for those who pre-order the Deluxe Edition. Uh, this has left plenty of fans in a position where they'd like to see the game, but they themselves don't have it yet. Therefore, the best way to see the game early is by watching others stream it, and it shows. Hogwarts Legacy officially broke the Twitch record as the most-watched single-player game with 1.3 million viewers on February 7th. The last game that broke this record was Cyberpunk 2077 with 1.14 million viewers in 2020. Uh, the incentive has been further increased by partnered streamers who have drops enabled offering five in-game items for those who watch two hours of Hogwarts Legacy streams and a three-week period. So yeah, uh, I'm glad that the uh, all the negative connotation does not seem to have affected this game seems like it's done the exact opposite so that makes me uh, i feel good for the developers about that because they don't deserve a lot of the shit that's been going around for their game with whatever jk rowling has said that they have nothing to do do yeah do with so uh i would not be surprised if this is one of the top selling games this year like within the top We'll say it's top 10 at least, but I probably wouldn't be shocked if it was top 5 for mm. best-selling games, with it being on A, on every platform, and B, being Harry Potter, one of the most popular IPs out there. And just like I mentioned at the top of the show, it's a great fucking game. <laughs> like, I'm having a blast. Like, Kayla, at the moment, is behind me playing it, and I just see it in my peripheral yeah. <laughs> on the TV right now. <laughs> flying around yeah but no, it is it's a great game it's a great time i'm glad uh that it uh it ended up getting good reviews too i believe the last i checked the metacritic it was at like 88 uh let me see what it is at now i know ign gave it a nine uh, it's currently at an 84, and it has a user score, surprisingly, of 9.1. I thought it was going to be lower because of people review-bombing it. So, yeah. Uh, this game, doing very well, critically, and... Man, they gotta let that ish go, man. Well, I, I wonder if they deleted a bunch of the old ones, because uh, I do remember when users were allowed to write reviews, there were a lot of just zeros on there by people just review bombing it without playing the game but it seems like they've cleaned that up a little bit uh it has like 65 negative user reviews but zero negative critic critic reviews uh but it had some mixed critic reviews i don't remember how many it was but the majority were positive yeah this is a really good game um and I would not be shocked if it's in, like, my top five for Game of the Year for this year. I don't know if it will be nominated, because this year seems to be really loaded <laughs> in games. But uh, mm. in my personal list, I could definitely see this in my top five for the end of the year. Like, that top is how five. good this game is. Like, I know each house has different side quests, so I think I'm going to play through this at least four times one for each house to see what different side quest each house gets because i know like for hufflepuff specifically is the only house you can get the key to go to the prison of azkaban so that'll be interesting i want to check that Bruh, one out. <laughs> no that's crazy right they really said something for everybody mm -hmm. see and that's 
that's what I wanted Cyberpunk to do with the the life paths and stuff. It's but... there now, or <laughs> well, it was there in the it beginning. It it was just buggy in the beginning. The story, gotcha. the main story, was pretty much the same as you went on, but your life paths did determine some side quests that you could or couldn't get. But the main story, more or less, stayed the same. I think, other than like the beginning, because I've had two different playthroughs yeah and some of my side quests has been have been different the majority of the main story has been the same but the beginning is really what's different but yeah i'm excited to see all the differences for the houses uh after i play through the first time uh i think it's about from what i've seen it's like 30 hours for a mainline but i'm not mainlining it because i know uh i think i have if the challenges that I have left for story quest are the amount of story quests that I have left. I have like 14 story quests left, but I do side quest as I run into them. So, we'll see. Like, I got my broom, I think, sir, eight hours in, which I think most people get at like somewhere between four to six. So, <laughs> I'm doing a bit more exploring. But... Good lord. Jack! Come here. Stop. <laughs> Jesus. Shit. But no, uh, Hogwarts is very good. Uh, and I definitely recommend it for everyone, especially if you are a fan of Harry Potter. Uh, it is a great game. And uh, Avalanche did pretty much everything they could to get out of the way of J.K. Rowling and you can make your character LGBT. There's LGBT characters that you come across in the game. So they've... Any reason for you to possibly hate it, they have been like, nope, look, we are not... This is not our views. You can do whatever. So I hope, and it seems like they are getting the praise and recognition that they deserve for this game. So it's really nice to see. Yeah, I think that does it for our stories. Now we just got the free games for you. Oh boy. Oh boy indeed. We'll start with PlayStation. Uh, we'll do a reminder of the PlayStation Essential Games first. Uh, you got Evil Dead the Game, Ali Ali World, Mafia the Definitive Edition, um, and then a special they did for this month. You got the Destiny 2 Beyond Light expansion for free if you have PS Plus essential and then if you have extra and premium holy shit february is stacked <laughs> so these games will all be available next tuesday uh so for extra and premium you are getting horizon forbidden west on ps4 and ps5 a year after launch so that's pretty dope uh the quarry ps4 ps5 also a very good game one i need to finish uh, Resident Evil Bio, Biohazard, PS4, Outriders, PS4, PS5, uh, which I might jump back into. I got it at launch, and there was a quest I just couldn't finish. I would assume that bug is fixed by now, because every time I tried to turn in the quest to finish it, my game would just crash, and I couldn't proceed. <laughs> so maybe I'll check it out now and hope that bug is fixed. 
uh, but I had a lot of fun with that while I was playing it. Uh, Scarlet Nexus PS4, PS5, that's one I was looking forward to when it originally came out, so I'm definitely going to check that one out. Borderlands 3 PS4, PS5, great game. Tekken 7 PS4, great game, as much as I suck at Tekken. <laughs> Uh, Ace Combat 7, Skies Unknown for PS4. Oh, I still gotta, man, I still need to play that. Ace Combat 7? <laughs> yeah. I wanna fly around, man. Alright. Uh, Earth Defense Force 5, PS4. On Oni That's crazy. Oninaki, I believe, PS4. Lost, Lost Sphere, PS4. Excuse me. I Am Setsuna, PS4. The Forgotten City, PS4, and PS5. And then for PlayStation Premium, uh, your classics for this month are The Legend of Dragon, PS1, Wild Arms, PS2, Harvest Moon, Back to Nature, PS1, and the PS4 version of Destroy All Humans. I'm really sad that Destroy All Humans PS4 version is not part of Extra, because I would love to jump back in to that remake, or jump into the remake. I never played the remake, but I played the originals back on is that PS2, I think? They, they did a good-ass job, man. Did they? It, trust me, if you hold out <laughs> long enough, I'm sure you'll end up getting it right, for free. Yeah, or I'll, get, I'll get it eventually. Moving over to Xbox for Game Pass. Um, we got a couple games that have already come out. Uh, Darkest Dungeon came out February 2nd on Cloud, Console, and PC. Grid Legends, February 2nd on Cloud. Hot Wheels Unleashed Game of the Year Edition. Uh, came out February 7th on cloud console and PC Madden 23 on console and PC that came out February 9th SD Gundam Battle Alliance February 9th cloud console and PC Mount and Blade 2 Bannerlord came out February yeah. 14th on cloud console and PC Cities Skylines Remastered came out February 15th on cloud console and no Oh, I'm sorry. It came out on cloud and the series consoles, so not just normal Xbox One consoles, it looks like. Uh, Shadow Warrior 3 Definitive Edition came out today, February 16th, cloud console and PC. And then, of course, Atomic Heart next week, February 21st, cloud console and PC. Mm, I'm probably going to hop into Shadow Warrior. Think so? Yep. Noise, noise. I think I've seen something about Shadow Warrior. Tell you what, I think Hot Wheels was free on PlayStation Plus a couple months ago. Pretty fun. I enjoyed it. It was a good time. Good weekend. <laughs> nice weekend game. <laughs> For sure. Grid, Grid isn't a bad racing game either if you like racing games. Uh, it's cool to see Madden on here as well. Um, speaking of uh, EA games, Wild Hearts I believe drops tomorrow, and if you have EA Play you can play a, I want to say it's a two-hour trial of Wild Hearts. Two hours. I think. It might be longer than that. Actually, it probably is. They usually, okay, yeah, I'm sorry. It's a ten-hour trial. <laughs> so, if you have EA Play, which if you have Xbox Game Pass, you do have EA Play. Uh, you can play Wild Hearts, which I believe releases tomorrow, and you can get a free 10-hour trial for that game. All right, upcoming releases 
we got a lot over the next between this week or this past week and this coming week so uh we have blanc which came out february 14th on switch and pc souls of chronos ps5 switch pc uh also february 14th uh tomb raider reloaded on mobile came out february 14th city skylines console remastered came out on ps5 and xbox series consoles february 15th returnal pc came out yesterday february 15th the last starship pc early access yesterday february 15th um elderland switch and pc today february 16th pen pinball fx on ps5 ps4 xbox series consoles xbox pinball One, and pc february 16th i'm gonna butcher the pronunciation of this first word for this game uh therithium i think final bar line switch and ps4 february 16th tales of symphonia remastered ps4 xbox series consoles xbox one and switch february 17th the settlers new allies ps5 ps4 xbox series consoles xbox one switch and pc february 17th wild hearts ps5 xbox series consoles and pc february 17th aka r r i think it's just r a r r h ps5 ps4 xbox series console switch pc and atari vcs fucking what <laughs> excuse me did they what is that the only game coming out for the for the atari uh i think so <laughs> that's funny i totally forgot they put this thing out I didn't think it ever came out. It's $240 if you're interested. <laughs> for the one game coming out for it right now? Nah. I'm nah. sure. No, I think there's... I would assume there's more games on there. I would hope. <laughs> I hope it comes with something. Uh, anyway. <laughs> uh, that was February 21st. Uh, Atomic Heart on PS5, PS4, Xbox Series consoles, Xbox One, and PC. February 21st. Like a Dragon, Inshin, PS5, PS4, Xbox Series consoles, Xbox One, and PC, February 21st. Seven Doors on PS5, PS4, Xbox Series consoles, Xbox One, and Switch, February 21st. Cosmonious High, PSVR 2, February 22nd. Digimon World, Next Order, Switch, and PC, February 22nd. Horizon Call of the Mountain, PSVR 2, February 22nd. Redemption Reapers, PC, PS4, Switch, February 22nd, and Remoteness, Remoteness, PS4, or PS5, PS4, Xbox Series consoles, and Xbox One, February 22nd, and that is a lot. <clears throat> so a lot, a lot of games coming out. Yep. With, Choose wisely. Yeah. Uh, definitely going to check out Atomic Heart. I was so caught off guard by that Atari VCS. I forgot they put that thing out. What is on that? Atari VCS games. There can't be that many. Uh, all. What do we got? They have... So let's see. 1, 2, 3, 4, 5... 10, 15, 20, 25, 
26, 27, 28, 29. So 30 games counting that new one coming out for the Atari VCS. And a lot of them are just old school games like Roller Coaster Tycoon, uh, Black Widow. Oh, okay. Yeah. So, yeah. If you want the Atari VCS, I guess you could do that. It's on sale for $240 right now. <laughs> um, but that is going to do it for us today. Uh, if you want to find and support us, you can find me over on Twitch, twitch.tv slash SinCityRedAngel. You can find me on Twitter at SinCityRedAngel and over on YouTube at youtube.com slash SinCityRedAngel. Protégé, you can find over on Twitter at Protégé4789. And then on YouTube, you can find him at youtube.com slash at Gaming. And then if you would like to support us directly, you can do that over on patreon.com slash joystickjockeys. Follow us on Twitter at joystickjockeys. And find us on YouTube over at youtube.com slash at joystickjockeys513. But thank you all for joining us today. I have been Austin Angel, joined by Protege Jones as always, and we will see you guys in a couple weeks. Peace. Peace.